They say this is a big rich town I just come from the poet's part Bright light city life, I gotta make it This is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard I never took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns Bumps and bruises I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers It's hard to get a start in these parts Without paper, homie, I grew up in hell A block away from heaven Yo, what's up? This is Gary A. Swaby And we are back, finally For um, another Powercast In which we will be recapping Power Season 6, Episode 9 and the title is Scorched Earth. Um, I'm here with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How you doing, Rich? Doing good, Gary. What's up, listeners and viewers? Yeah, what's up indeed? And uh, I'm also here with Miss Dana Abercrombie. How you doing, Dana? I'm doing better than Terry Silver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in a car. I'm sure you are. Uh, well, we, we've been gone for a while. Definitely, definitely uh, not as long as Terry Silver's been missing. But you know, we we, we missed a week. <laughs> you know, just because uh, that, that that's all stars' fault because you know, obviously there wasn't an episode last week, but they came back with you know, uh, um, uh, well, I, there's there's mixed thoughts about this episode. Um, I, I feel like I feel like it, they did a good job of like building up the tension. Um, you know, for the final couple episodes and stuff of the of this season, uh, the, well, the mid season point anyway. Uh, but you know, there are, there are a lot of questions that have been raised uh, based on what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let, let's get right into it. Um, I'm I'm gonna give like a play by play, and you know, I'm gonna ask you guys questions at certain points. But if you have something specific to say, definitely you know, stop me and uh, let me know. Um, so let's get into it. So at the start of the episode, we see uh, th- this scene was actually teased last week by Stars, but um, we see Tommy returning cash to his father, and he has a conversation with with the, the father. I forgot the name already, of course, but um, yeah, uh, they they, <laughs> they have a conversation and. Basically, the, the baby dad is, you know, he's in support of Tommy and, you know, he reassures him that, you know, if he needs help, if he wants to get revenge or whatever, then, you know, just to let him know and he'll have his back or whatever. So I've never seen, you know, such camaraderie between, you know, uh, the, the baby dad and the new boyfriend. But uh, I guess Keisha's death, you know, is, is uh, big enough for, for this union to kind of be established. So, first question is, you know, will this actually be a favor that you see Tommy calling in, and you know, in a future episode? Like, do you think he's actually going to call this guy? Um, so, Dana, you seem to want to say something. Um, what's your thoughts? They've on been that? so separated in a relationship. What, what was it? The last time we saw them, season two, one, that there was a random mention about uh, Cash being uh, existing. And this whole entire time he's been living with his father. So they've been so separated that I don't think that he would have any right to be mad at Tommy. Um, So that didn't seem to be an issue. The fact that they got Jesse L. Williams to play this role is hilarious to me. 
<laughs> I just, I just, I cannot with it. Okay, but aside from that, um, do I see some type of relationship favor building? Sure. This is the land of power. Anything clearly can happen and does happen. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. So yes, I can see Jesse L. Williams taking a paycheck to do more than one cameo. So I can see that being some type of storyline. Now, whether or not it is an investigation thing that these two guys independently go out and find that it was Tasha the whole time, I don't know. It would be more hilarious that way. But um, for the meantime, I can see him cashing in a favor. Ah, cash. Uh, he's <laughs> cashing in a favor. <laughs> Good one. Okay. So, um, Rich, how about you? Um, do, do you actually think we're going to see this guy again? Will Tommy call him for help? Uh, I, I'm actually going to go in a different direction here. And I, I think that this was a one-off appearance. By, by Jesse Williams. Uh, I, I also thought it was comical that they brought him in just for this particular role. Um, but <laughs> it, it did solve the problem of getting rid of Cash. So now we don't see him anymore. Uh, that's totally fine. But the reason why I think it's a one-off is because of how they had that conversation. And at the end where he asked Tommy, so is Cash going to see you again, going to stop by you? And Tommy says, I don't know. Because Tommy is still unsure of how everything is going to go. So that remains consistent with how Tommy felt at the start of this season, where he's not really sure what's going to happen, but he knows he wants to get rid of Ghost. But then again, he's hesitant. So we'll see what happens next week. But uh, I, I don't think we're going to see Cash or the baby daddy ever again, because now it's clearly about Tommy and Ghost and Dre and Tasha and all the other people that are still involved in uh this very dangerous game of drugs and violence, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the first thing that they was able to show when they first put him on camera was all those random tattoos he had. So you know he's hard, and he can he can <laughs> with the big dog. You know. Oh yeah. Wait, so, so are you saying if I get a tattoo, then I'm hard? Yeah, you're hard. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> and remember, he's been time in jail, so he's like extra hard. You know, well, so. so so you know, I, so I, I will say this then: if he if he does, just based off of what you just said, if he does have a, another role, well, I guess if Tommy survives all of this and goes to jail, he can make sure that Tommy is taken care of in jail and doesn't uh, get treated uh, a certain type of way. Uh, I guess, but sure. we'll see about that. We'll <laughs> I mean, I hope it's not a cameo. I hope it's it's something that is sprinkled along in the second half of the show at least yeah yeah i i kind of uh side with uh rich a bit here because i I do feel like it's a convenient way to get rid of cash but at the same time it's like to have you know such a a a well-known actor be you know the the, uh a, a sudden cameo um i would i would have thought that maybe that would lead to something bigger and that he would uh you know um come back again at some point but uh, yes, let him come back so 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 dana are are, are, are you suggesting that uh we're going to get a spinoff of tommy and uh 
and, and, and the baby daddy now they're the new uh, super friends teaming up to take down uh, bad yeah, guys you know this yeah. show cannot have uh, a season without the super friends <laughs> <laughs> and we need some new super friends that's one way to go yeah that makes sense we'll see <laughs> alright so to carry on um, so you know you guys stop me at any point but um, so next we have uh, Blanca walking up on Tommy um, she questions him about the murder and everything um, and you know um, basically she she kind of deduces that Tommy didn't actually do it because you know she, she kind of reads him um, she reads his facial expressions and stuff and uh, she kind of sees that you know, maybe he didn't do it that, that is when the writers really dug a hole for themselves that's just the whole concept behind that is really when they just should have not included that line because it makes them look completely stupid later on with the whole Tasha situation We'll, we'll, yeah. get there. Just, we'll get there. We'll get there. You could just look at somebody and know, and then like, oh my gosh, I can't. And, and and I also would like to make a comment before you continue, Gary, and that is that uh, I know yeah. we said last week that obviously in that scene between Tasha and uh, Lakeisha, we saw that Tasha no longer had an earring. So oh, yeah. uh, I thought they were going to go back to that because. I mean, obviously that that was right there for the taking for you to really expose. But the way they presented this episode is like you wouldn't even know that the police even investigated the death because we didn't see footage of them at the scene of the crime. So they just know that she died. So it's an open shut case, but we don't know who did it. So we didn't even bother searching or, or, or anything. So yeah, I, I was thrown off by that because I thought for sure they were going to come back to that, but I guess no, that's not the path we're going to take. So. Even even just a scene at, at Keisha at, in the morgue with Tommy would have just been something that was more grounding instead of just a random roll up. Yeah, and, uh, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. So um, so next, you know, we we see Ghost who's he appears to have secured a new property, um, <laughs> and <laughs> and R- Ramona walks in with. Miss Walsh, which is the other uh, individual that's running for, you know, the, the, the governor's seat, and um, they actually come to uh, Jamie with a with a proposition, I guess, um, and they actually want Jamie to be the the lieutenant governor, I guess, um, of you know uh, of Miss Walsh's campaign, and Ramon, Ramona would obviously be assisting with that. Um, and I guess in this scene, you know, Ghost kind of agrees to it. Um, so we see that happen, and then um, which, you know, by the way, one of your guys called it. You guys said, you know, Gary, what Gary called it with the whole politician mm-hmm. storyline. Yep, yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll see how far it gets, though. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's where it's going. So. Uh, yeah, so, you know, next, uh, uh, wait, did I miss something? So, oh yeah, so yeah, next, Ghost calls Tommy to confirm that he, you know, he actually planted the weapon because, uh, the whole reason that he kind of secured that property is because he wanted somewhere to murder Jason, you know, and, and deal with that whole situation. Um, obviously Tommy and Ghost have been talking about this for the past few episodes. 
So, you know, now they're actually going to go ahead and do it now that Ghost has this property. So he calls Tommy to confirm that, you know, um, Tommy planted the weapon where they agreed. And Tommy goes along with it. He tells him, you know, he did it basically. And he doesn't say anything about Lakeisha or let on that, you know, he has a grudge with Ghost. Uh, and then, you know, we see Blanco speaking to Dre about Lakeisha's death. Um, and Dre basically tells her to, you know, he, he at first tells her it was Tommy straight up, but she obviously doesn't believe that now. So Dre tells her, you know, um, it was probably one of his crew. And, you know, he lets her know that, you know, she can find the warehouse with the tracker because, you know, they captured him and brought him there and everything. Um, so, yeah, he gives her that tip. And then a few scenes later, we see Dre actually calling Jason to hint towards, you know, uh, the fact that Tommy and his crew are about to, to be busted. Um, and, you know, he obviously wants to meet Jason to become the new distro. So here I want to ask you guys, um, considering, <laughs> <laughs> considering that Dre had knowledge of this bust that was about to happen, should J Jason even trust Dre at that point? Like, because why would you want someone who seems to have um, some sort of inner link to, you know, to the cops to, to get that information in the first place? Like, I don't know. It seems kind of suspicious, don't you think? What do you think, Rich? Uh, I, I, I think uh, this falls in line with uh, Jason's questionable character where, uh, you know, obviously... He doesn't really trust uh, Tommy or Ghost. He knows they have beef with each other, but he is trying to play them both and get what he wants out of this. So in this particular situation, um, he claims to not trust Dre, but then he's like, okay, yeah, well, he's still going to wait for, for Tommy to, to call to see if Tommy calls to confirm whether or not any of that information is true. But I, I just feel like Jason, again, this is someone who is going to do whatever he needs to do to make sure that his business goals are met. It doesn't really matter who gets in the way. But yet, he still does trust and really desires Ghost because he sees that Ghost is a killer. Ghost is brutal. So that's why, as you'll get into it later, his fate was met by the very same person he thought was good enough to have on his, on his side. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, indeed. Um, so moving on quickly because you know the, we'll, we'll get to to that part later but um mm -hmm. so next ghost attends uh you know the parent teacher meeting with Tariq uh well for, for Tariq and um this this actually came after you know he uh he discovered that Tasha was moving way out of the daycare because you know he saw a money exchange happen there and you know Tasha didn't want to go to this parent teacher meeting and stuff so you know um Ghost is there alone and he's talking to the teacher that Tariq is actually selling drugs to. Um, and, you know, um, the teacher actually alludes to the, fa the fact that Tariq is assisting his mother with an after-school work, you know, work job at the, the daycare and everything. So Ghost puts two and two together and figures out that, you know, Tasha must have Tariq selling drugs with her and stuff. So... He gets very upset, you know, you can see it on his face during the meeting and everything. And then in the very next scene, you see, 
we see that he's waiting at in Tasha's apartment. Now, this is the thing about power. It's like every door is easy to, to get into in power. <laughs> like people can literally get get inside any room they need to be in at any time. Like that that's one rule you gotta know about power. But don't forget, you gotta you gotta leave the door open in the back for that whole shootout thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the only time we seen like a locked door. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep, so like all doors are either unlocked or easy to break into. So uh, that's just the rule of thumb for power. But yeah, um, he's waiting for Tasha when she gets home and he confronts her about, you know, um, using Tariq to help her and everything. And obviously Tasha, she's arguing her side and saying that, you know, she's trying to protect him and everything and that um, it's Ghost's fault that, you know... Um, he, he made them that way and stuff like that. And then um, Ghost gets very upset and it actually gets physical. He puts hands on, on Tasha. You know, he grips her, grabs her, pu- pr- uh, pushes her against the, the fridge and everything. And she he leaves a mark on her arm, which we're going to see a lot throughout the episode. But um, I'm waiting to, to ask you guys, is this the moment that Tasha actually loses all respect for Ghost? But she should have been lost all respect. I'm slightly confused. What was her breaking point? <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like she's always well, uh, halfway out. Like, right, but remember, well, later on, they kind of did like this montage flashback of her oh, yeah. being angry. So at that moment, I don't think that was the full breaking point. I think later on is that breaking point when you do the whole Angela and everything else situation. Um but I, I just really feel that she's one of those characters who, instead of trying to overcome your circumstances, she gives in to it and she becomes very aggressive when she can't get her. This is going to sound, I don't know how to fully explain it, but I feel like Tasha is at the point where she's making excuses for herself. We had this conversation, I believe, last season. Well, we originally thought that this was going to be the point when Tasha moves out and she's making it on her own. And yes, it's going to be struggle and strife, but she's an independent, strong woman and she can do anything that she puts her mind to, despite her mother just being weird and wanting to that easy, quick, fast money. And instead, we just saw Tasha fall back into the same patterns of which we've always known her to be once that time you know, once that struggle started to get real. So when she moved out and she ended up in that apartment, which by the way, has a really nice view and those windows are fantastic. <laughs> See what you can find with New York City with those big wide windows like that. I don't know what part she's in. It looks like it's Brooklyn, but you know, you, you be grateful. That but how that apartment is, is, you know, repaint it, do something. But you don't have to have all this ridiculousness with the drug thing. But we saw her kind of be in the apartment. And yes, it was considered a, 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 a dingy kind of apartment that she herself decided, let me not paint the walls and redecorate. But instead, let me go back to this drug dealing life. Um, so I guess she said she can furnish the apartment. It's not like that she's that bad if you get the apartment. But anyway, point that I'm saying is, is that it seems like anytime something gets hard, she goes back to her same old ways and I as a viewer I'm starting to become frustrated with her uh oh 
I wow. am because it was like you was placed in this situation. You've been with with ghosts for many years since you guys were teenagers, I believe the story is. Um, since you guys were teenagers, and I understand you may have been brought up in that lifestyle, and that's what you're used to. But after a while, you're gonna have to find your own independence and make that decision. To you, I mean you seem like she wanted to break free from that, and it just seems that she's just making more excuses to fall into that way. And the fact that she's gotten her own son involved is just frustrating for me. And I forgot what the original question was. Uh, it was, um, it, you know, is the this breaking the point. Yeah. Is this oh, the, the breaking point right? is no, no. The breaking point is later because right now yep. she's still in that making excuses phase. And also she's trying, I feel for that moment to adhere to ghost for the simple fact that the whole thing would happen with Lakeisha. She, she's afraid of being discovered. And when we see that montage moment, it's now not so necessarily I can break free from him, but I can place the blame on him. Mm-hmm. So whether or not she, she, she's at a breaking point, it really depends on what the definition of a breaking point would be. I okay. see Tasha as someone as always going to make an excuse to be in that lifestyle. So fair enough. Yeah, it's not a it's not a breaking point per se in the sense that breaking point of I don't want to go to jail and have my life be even worse. Okay, you got any Sorry. thoughts on that uh, as well, Rich? Yeah, I, I just was going to say, yeah, <clears throat> I do believe that she was pushed closer to the breaking point. But I, I do agree that uh, it's what happens after that that really is, uh, I think, uh, the moment where you're like, OK, this is it. I'm so done with this guy. I got I got to I got to get I got to take him out one way or another. But I want one quick thing I, I will just say uh, to the point of and, and this will play into what we will see. I'm assuming in the next episode, one thing that we have can constantly agree on is that from the minute that this show started and in, in, in more so this season in, in the more recent seasons, we know that Ghost is a very selfish person, uh, thinks highly of himself, e- even to the point where when Tariq is obviously having issues, he's putting all the blame on his wife, but never wants to own up and take responsibility. That's for the mistakes. problem. With- so sorry. Oh, oh, no, go ahead. Continue. Continue. I was going to say that's the problem with both of them. Yes. Oh, 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 you know, absolutely. But uh, I I definitely want to highlight that that Ghost is, is that person for sure, uh, you know, because of how he approached this scene when he came after her. Again, you, you, you know, you're wondering how all this stuff happens. You have to look in the mirror and accept that you are also <laughs> to blame for this. Um, so I wanted to point that out because we happen okay. to know some, some people out there that... Uh, <laughs> They create all types of issues and uh, they uh, don't really want to accept accountability for those actions. That's all mm-hmm. I was going to say. Oh, whatever yep. do you mean? <laughs> That's the truth. But um, yes. so, so, Rich, since you brought that up, because uh, my next question actually was, is this the worst thing that Ghost has done all season? You know, putting his hands on his wife like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Go fall for the trap. <laughs> Don't answer that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, if I was to answer that question, I would say 
I think I think the fact that you you cheated in the first place that that was absolutely horrible when you decide to get visit you know uh, violent and abusive that is significantly worse. Uh, but I I would just say I mean pretty much overall the character has done horrible things from the beginning, starting with the affair, leading into the lying and all this other stuff. So I I, I would say everything he does is bad in relation to how he has treated his wife. Uh, hopefully that is a good answer that I have given. <laughs> what would you no, think? Okay. I'm sorry. I don't mean to jump in. I just, yeah, no, I, was, I, was, I was going to you anyway. Oh, <laughs> I feel that this, what you said previously, this is just a list and a string of bad things that he's done. And to say which one is the worst, I feel is, is unfair and it's all, it's um, it's not something that has the right answer because everyone would have a different answer to what they consider it to be the worst. So that's open for interpretation. A lot of the times I do feel that killing is wrong, period, but he's done so in order to protect his family. Yeah, but has, has he killed this season? I was trying to think. Well, but... no, not yeah, this yeah, 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 yes. I, Oh, yes, well, besides, besides, no, besides this episode, though. Like, besides oh. this episode. Oh. Yes. Yes. Outside well, besides of, this. Who did he kill? I, I can't remember. I was trying to well, think, like, earlier. Well, he killed earlier. Terry. He killed the no, guy that, from that the very... No, that was last season. That was last season. But, 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 but... Oh, but, but wait, see, no, you... That, the, wait. But see, that, 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 that was the end of last season. And, and this continued the very same uh, night that Angela got shot. And he killed Terry that, that same day. So One I guess could you argue could say, this. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you could argue that he got Angela killed. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can argue that. And you can see, remember, they did a whole arc about the guilt behind that because remember he kept seeing Angela and she had monologues and everything. So you can say that he got Angela killed. Absolutely. Okay. No, I, I wasn't. I wasn't really trying to make a point. I was just like, because that was a real question. <laughs> I was trying to figure out like earlier as I was writing the notes. Like I was. Yeah. I had this epiphany, yeah. like, wow, has Ghost, like, really changed? Because I don't remember him I, killing this season. Like, I think he really did change. But the thing is, is that everyone is just trying to get the old Ghost back. The man is trying to do and lead, a, you know, a, a pretty stable, clean life. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to where he's been, he's trying to be clean now. But his, and his background just, will always catch up to him, though. That's the thing. They keep poking at him. Mm. They just keep. Even that, we'll get into that later with that scene with Lorenz Tate. I was like, oh, he's going to kill somebody. <laughs> they, they keep prodding at him. And so he's doing a really great job at just self restraint. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people could have died in this one episode. Oh, yeah. Right. How they exactly. just kept coming at him. So he, he gets A plus for that. And you that's, go, that's why I was really thinking, like, because I, I couldn't remember him killing. I was thinking, is this, like, actually the worst thing he did? Like, putting his hands on, you know, his own wife. Well, well um, yeah, for this episode season so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, up until, I guess, you know, later on and stuff. But, but yeah. Um, so, moving on, um, you know, in the very next scene, Ghost. <laughs> uh, I, I have more questions about this, like. Because uh, this this was interesting, but in the very next scene, Ghost is at Truth, and he actually puts a phone call through to, to report Tasha's whole operation to the police. 
So I want to ask you guys, you know, right here, like what what exactly did he hope to gain from this? Because <laughs> putting putting the cops on your your wife when you know that she's using your son as well to, to sell these drugs, like they could have found out Tariq was involved, like easily. Like Well uh let let me go first on this real quick. Um so his logic in reasoning for doing that is because Tariq is involved. He doesn't want Tariq to get involved with the drug game. But we know and we know this because a couple of episodes ago when he had the you know, when he threatened Tariq and then he had the conversation with Tasha, he he thought that he had control over Tariq and that he had prevented him from doing everything because he took his money, all this other stuff. So obviously he made that call because he's thinking about I need to protect my son. I don't want him getting involved in this. Didn't really care for how his how Tasha dis- decided to treat, you know, Tariq as a mother, with still having him get involved in this stuff. But to answer your question, the question of what did he think to gain? That was what he wanted to gain. The fact that he would say, "Well, by doing this, I'm protecting Tariq." But he's foolish in the sense of exposing his wife, thinking that, "Oh, she won't possibly say anything about me." And even it, though exactly, he said it was, exactly. it, yeah, and see, even though he said that he called as an anonymous tip. It's pretty obvious that he is the one that reported this because of the altercation they had in the previous scene. So she definitely knew he was involved in this, but it it wasn't smart because (laughs) you know that she knows all about you, who you really are. Why would you expose yourself like that? So, yeah. But no, continue. (laughs) I, I think that it was a really poorly executed um, attempt at... I don't know if you have this in your country, Gary. But there's a TV show. It's called Scared Straight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and beyond, beyond Scared Straight, where you see someone who's like, you, you know, you have a kid who's doing bad and they're sassing back and they're trying to beat you. And so you get them thrown in jail and they spend like that whole day in jail being yelled at by prisoners. I think that it was like a kind of version where he thought that he could scare Tasha into doing what's right, especially in regards to Tariq. And mm. by having your place of business being raided by the police, to me, that's pretty darn scary to let you know that this is what can happen at any moment, at any time, and you can't trust anyone. And so in a weird way, I thought that that was rather effective, but obviously it didn't stick. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. Like I I just feel like it. It's not, you know. Um, if we're talking in terms of you know the street code, it wasn't an honorable move at all. Like especially, <laughs> but he's not being as... street. Remember, he's trying to go on the straight path, so he's gonna call up the scared straight people. I know, but like, you, you shouldn't even call the cops <laughs> on your enemies. Like, you, to call a cop on your wife, like, wow, like you know, that's just. Well, at this at this moment, they're only husband and wife on paper. Yeah, I mean, he refers to her as, as his uh, ex-wife uh, in that meeting earlier. So I don't know if their divorce actually went through or not. But, they've, but still. they've never been then been husband and wife since Angela got into the picture. Yeah, yep. pretty much. But but still, it's the mother of your of your children. You know, like you, you called the cops on her. Like, wow, okay. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, Ghost is Ghost, I guess. You know, it's what he does. Snitch. He Snitch is his name now. Yeah, he's, a, he, <laughs> he's straight up. Like, now, now I understand why he was willing to, to bring Dre back in the mix. Because, you know, like, he he's obviously... <laughs> He's obviously a snitch too now, so you know. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Great. Um, so yeah, you know, in the next scene, you know, the cops actually, you know, bust into the daycare while uh, Tasha's uh, stripper friend is there, and then you know they search everything and uh, they don't actually find anything, but her stripper friend is spooked out by that and she now refuses huh? to to work with her. Um, so, you know, um, Tasha kind of loses access to one of the, the places that she was making money, you know, in the strip club and stuff. Um, so, yeah, then we see, uh, you know, Tommy sets up a meeting with his his guys, you know, at the warehouse and everything because he wants to get ready to handle the Jason thing, I guess. Um, but but yeah, like uh, when that happens, well, while, while that happens, like, you know, two bit and spank show up to the warehouse and everything and then you know it actually gets raided you know um and you know tommy's watching on kind of thing and <laughs> and two bit and spank stupid yeah two bit and spank actually you know they're they're watching tommy watch them and they kind of think that you know he he set them up and everything um and you know they kind of make threats to actually get back at Tommy. So I want to ask you guys, do you realist realistically think that 2-Bit and Spank can do anything about, you know, Tommy at this point? No! They're adorable. <laughs> I love them. They should have their own spinoff show. Make it a comedy. But no. Um, they just don't have that willpower. Not necessarily willpower. It's common sense. And, and, and I just don't see them being able to execute something and pull it off successfully. I do see them probably both dying, oh, but wow. not being smart enough to pull off some type of revenge against uh, Tommy. So, mm -hmm. I, I so I will make a quick comment on this. Um, um, go ahead. One thing that we have learned from this show is that Blanco and Sachs, they now have their whole goal is to pressure people into getting information. So now that they know that 2-Bit and Spanky are mad about Tommy, I'm pretty sure they will try to get some information out of them as to where they can find Tommy. Oh. Since apparently, since, you know, since, since apparently Tommy wasn't there. Now, you could, they could have easily went to Tommy's place, right, and, and tried to get him. But I guess they have not decided to do that yet or whatever they decided. The writers decided, let's address that in the next episode since the mid-season finale is an extended episode. Maybe that'll be addressed. But, um... I, 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 I do think that they can, to some extent, be pressured by Blanco and them to try and get more information. But one quick point that I want to make. Uh, I want to give a rest in peace to Big G because this character, it's like there was no acknowledgement whatsoever <laughs> from them that, they, you know, I guess, you know, when, when they had you kidnapped Tommy and they tied him up and they brought him to that place. They were supposed to come back to that place, you know, to, you know, see, check on what happened with Dre. But I guess everyone completely forgot about that. They forgot about that. They forgot about Big Big G, and and even Tommy, because even Gary brought this up last week. Tommy didn't even like that whole episode last week. Obviously, was about Tommy and Lakeisha 
So it's like he didn't worry about the business stuff at all. He didn't he didn't know what was going on with Big G or his crew, none of that stuff. But you come back to this episode and it's like still no acknowledgement that this other dude got killed. They're like, well, whatever. This is a side character. It's not important. And no one acknowledges it. Not even the guys who were with him when they kidnapped Tommy. So I'm going to say uh, Dre. So I didn't understand that at all. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that's hilarious how they just like don't they just completely swept it under the rug um i i believe it's because you know there's so much detail to pack in now that the writers just they they were hoping that we wouldn't you know realize or something i guess like (laughs) (laughs) they just kept it moving completely like we we didn't even get a moment where tommy's like wow dre got away like what the hell i need to find this guy exactly 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 yep none of that yeah so that's crazy but um, speaking of Dre, um, you know, in the very next scene, we see him enlisting his very own team of Avengers. Um, he got that team together real fast. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he spawned them. He managed to assemble, assemble all these guys. So, and, and, um, and, 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 you know, one point I just want to make before you continue. That would have been the perfect point to insert that guy that was on Tommy's team. Because what happened to that other character? You remember the other guy who, after they killed the one guy in the first episode, there was another guy they said, okay, so now you, 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 are we going to have issues with, with you? No. I believe that guy is still alive. So why that would have been a perfect person to, because I didn't recognize any of those people that Dre was working with. But because that guy easily could have turned on Tommy if he wanted to. But I guess they said, whatever. This is a side character, not important. Let's just suggest, establish that Dre has his own team. So, but I just wanted to make that point. Yeah, like clearly it's a bunch of nobodies. So I wanted to like ask you guys, like, is this a realistic situation you're seeing happening now? Like where Dre takes over with these guys, like that came from nowhere. Like... See, here's the thing, and I know I flip flop a lot on Dre, but I will say this. I think it was last season when I said that Dre is the one that's going to overtake everything. Because remember, during the very first season, he was the cleanup guy who was learning from Ghost. Yeah. And he was always taking those mental notes. And I said, don't sleep on him. And even though they've made him kind of really ridiculous, but I still kind of feel that he may in his own, not necessarily in wherever they're at now, but maybe in another state be his own version of Ghost. And I do see this little ragtag team of bootleg Avengers kind of forming into something that could possibly be a threat. Okay. Well, I, I hope their acting skills are up to par. You know? <laughs> You're asking for a lot now. Can't get it all. Come on now. <laughs> Okay. And then yeah. my father. <laughs> but yeah, so um, then we have, you know, um, one of the, the, the big moments of the episode. So, you know, we have uh, Jason, you know, um, well, it doesn't actually happen yet. But like Jason is actually getting ready to meet with, you know, uh, Jamie, um, you know, because uh, they set up this whole thing where um, Jason is going to help him fund his project and everything and you know jamie wants to go over things with him at the property that he secured but there's a scene actually where you know jason is in the car with like his right hand man and you know his man is trying to pass him the gun 
and Jason's like, nah, you know, I won't, I won't really need it. Um, you know, uh, cause you know, the, cause there was a scene earlier actually where Ghost told him that you shouldn't bring weapons because, you know, there's like security and everything. Um, and yeah, Jason, uh, we're, we're actually left hanging in this scene, like, cause you know, he asks him twice, like the first time Jason mm -hmm. refuses. And then, you know, second time, you know, if the scene just cuts and we don't get to see if Jason took the gun or not. So, you know, we're kind of left in suspense wondering, you know, if he has a gun. Um, so before we actually get to, you know, Jason, um, and Jamie, uh, there's another scene that, that, that pops up out of nowhere. And um, it's actually Quentin randomly appearing um, <laughs> to, to, to check on Tasha. <laughs> and, you know, um, he, mm. seems, he seems adamant to offer her help, you know, with her um, problems with, you know, her, with, with her ex and everything. Um, he actually sees her arm as well. And, you know, he's like, yo, let me help you deal with this and everything. Um, and Tasha... Yeah, Tasha's basically like, I got this, I can deal with it. No. But then she pulls him back and kisses him. So uh, I want I'm... you so bad. <laughs> exactly. No. Uh, perfect impression. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, um, so of course I gotta ask you guys something here, you know. Um so is the sudden reappearance of Quentin suspicious to you guys? Like, do you do you think he's up to I... something? So Here's the thing. Um, I think based on uh, based on the title of the next episode, which is, I believe, Nobody Can Stop Me. I think they want you as a, as a, as a person in the audience or as a viewer to, to know that Ghost has multiple people coming after him. You got Tasha coming after him. You got uh, Quentin, the love interest, coming after him. Tommy, of course. And I'm pretty sure that Jason's guys, because they know Ghost was involved in this meeting set up. Now they're going to try to be gunning for ghosts as well as Dre. So uh, I, I just think they want to throw all these factors in, at you so that you're, you're curious as to how Ghost is going to deal with all of this on next week's episode. But bringing Quentin back, obviously this character, I don't really know what else we know about this character. I'm assuming that we'll learn more uh, within the next episode. Um, but... Yeah, it's, it's very convenient, as Dana would say, that you would introduce certain things once again for the sake of forwarding the storyline. And we know now that that whole uh, argument or altercation between Ghost and Tasha, that was to get to this moment because we knew that other, other, other people were going to see those bruises and then be like, hey, what's up with that? So that's why this guy is back in the picture now. and He's going to want to try and do something, even though Tasha says, I got it. This guy is, is going to definitely get involved with the situation now with Ghost. So we'll see where this goes. Can I rant a little bit? Go ahead. Yes. The floor is okay. yours. Yay, the whole floor. Here's my issue. I can't stand sometimes how they're doing this. Okay, so like you said, the matter of convenience with the whole fighting thing, just so she can get the bruises. I hate that that seemed to have been the theme, the visual theme throughout the whole episode. We're like, she's wearing long sleeves, but then all of a sudden, you know, what are those bruises? Everyone's noticing these bruises, even though she's wearing the long sleeves the entire time. And yeah, they may be rolled up, but it's still, it's just like, it's just, I don't, I don't get what she's trying to do. She's trying to draw attention to what Ghost did so that she can get people to go after Joe, uh, Ghost. 
in regards to Quentin, I really feel that this is not something that is like um, something that should be made a storyline. I feel that it is kind of one of those motives where you know you're really nice to somebody when all you just want to do is sleep with them. <laughs> so you're going to be really nice. So you want me to take care of that, Ma? You want me to buy you some groceries, Ma? That kind of thing. Um, <laughs> that, I don't that, see... Is that how the dudes in your life talk? What? <coughs> Anywho. <laughs> I wish someone got me some groceries. Anyway. So, I don't feel that when things are really going to go down, I don't feel feel that Quentin is going to be the one who's going to be in in the mix. In the mix. I just feel that he is one of those shoot your shots guys. You know? And so he's trying to woo her. And that whole scene with the... I don't know if we got to that part yet. Yeah, that was the scene. With the whole, I want you too. I want you so bad. That whole scene there. I just don't feel that it was genuine and authentic from him. <laughs> Not at all. And I think Tasha is once again being stupid. That she's just just not able to to see for herself. And it's just... It's just so odd that the whole thing with Tasha right now that I just don't understand what the writers are trying to do with this character. Um, I just... That whole scene, again, it just was a matter of convenience but it was a throwaway nothing significant I feel is going to happen from it mm. and the yeah. whole the whole fight thing like you said that was just so we can get the bruises so we can get ma did, we, did he hurt you no you want me to take care of that ow it hurts did, did, did ghosts do that we can have him arrested that whole thing. <laughs> that whole like he won't beat you anymore. Come to our side and just tell us everything. It's yeah. frustrating. It's so frustrating at this point. Yeah, I feel you. Um, with regards to Quinton, um, I kind of feel like you know, I feel like he has more motivation. Like I, I there's there's something with him. Um, <laughs> like obviously, like I see, I can understand what Rich was saying. Um, and that they're trying to stack the odds against Ghost and have, you know, a lot of people um, feel like they have to settle a score with Ghost in the next episode or whatever. Um, and, you know, but like, Quinton is clearly not going to be a guy that, that he's not going to be a major factor because his character hasn't been around long enough. Um, so, like, I don't know. I feel like this is some sort of swerve or something. Like, I, I, I don't know. But... Yeah, the scene was weird. Definitely weird because mm-hmm. he hasn't been around in how many episodes. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see what comes of it. You know, I'm sure we'll find out next week. So uh, we'll see. And also, why is she running a daycare when she can't take care of her own kid? Father's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she 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 does like she does the most in that daycare. Like she she sells drugs out the daycare. She has like she's kissing mm-hmm. guys and like. Being sexual and what is she on? Like her tenth man by now? <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I mean, whoa, do you boo? But this, I this, this is like some weird. Like I, it, at first, it was like, oh, a personal vendetta against ghosts because the whole Angela thing. And now at this time, it's just sad. Oh yeah, mm. absolutely. A pogo stick. 
<laughs> well, we'll, jumping we'll, on jumping. We'll talk more about that later. But yeah. Um, so we have this scene where uh, you know, Jason walks in to, to the property, the building, ghost <laughs> is waiting for him. He goes through the metal detector and you know, all the viewers are holding their breaths, waiting to see if he's strapped or not. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so, like, the, the light blinks green. He's not strapped. And then, you know, they walk into the elevator together. And, you know, elevator goes up. You know, um, Jason's talking about Dre, telling, you know, Ghost, oh, you know, Jason, uh, Dre called me again. You know, and Ghost is like, oh, you should actually meet up with him and see how it goes. You know, uh, Ghost is kind of being smug because he knows what's about to happen. Um, and, you know, they're, they're going up to the top floor and everything and elevator ghost uh notices that his lace is untied and you know he kneels down to tie it up um jason's phone buzzes and he gets a text and you know ghost is searching for where the weapon is supposed to be planted but it's not there and at the same time jason reads the text it's from tommy it says ghost is going to kill you and you know so right right there uh they they, was, they begin to fight uh, go, go ahead what was you gonna say i was just so confused by the text thing because it said ghost is going to kill you which obviously was a text that was meant for the other guy so how did ghost get the text no nah, no nah, uh it oh, went, no, to, Jason it went to jason's phone it went to jason's phone and you know oh. Jason, jason read the text and well, then let, 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 Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I must. Yeah, what was you so, gonna say, Rich? Before I continue, so so let let, let me just ask this question. And, you know, I, it, this is just from I have to ask this because it, it might it, it may maybe this is work for you, you or Dana, or maybe it's also work for other viewers. Is it possible for somebody to get a text in the elevator? <laughs> that, that, mean, that, 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 that's just a, a, a common question. I would like to to get an answer well, on because like, that has never happened for me. So I I was confused about that. I I have a bad service provider, so my signal always drops. Like I was at. <laughs> I was at Comic Con the other day and I had no signal like the whole day. So, yeah, I, I would not have signal in the elevator. Okay. Okay, Dana. I, what were you going to say? No, I don't get any. Look, I have like the worst. I have T Mobile and I can't get anything. I'll be in my own house and it just drop. So, mm -hmm. I'm, I, I don't understand that unless you have like a really good service provider. Well, I mean, I, mean, you know, I guess like I mean, what, that's what he did with the uh, two million dollars or whatever that he took. Like he, uh, <laughs> he bought some super service phone or something. You know, you know I, I mean, just the suspension of disbelief. If he got the text before he got into the elevator, but he just didn't read it at that moment. OK, then, yeah. All right. That makes sense. But I, I just was a little like, OK, all right. That's uh, whatever. <laughs> I just have to say whatever now because I don't have to. I can't think too much. I got have to look at this as entertainment because that's what the commenters say. You have to look at this as just an entertainment show. A lot of stuff doesn't make sense, but yeah, I, I was thrown off by that. So mm. I want to make sure I wasn't the only one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So to continue, the realization hits them both at the same time, and then you know that. <laughs> They, they start fighting. They start having a scuffle inside the elevator. Um, and it ends up with, you know, Ghost kind of... Well, actually, um, you know, Jason has some sort of hidden, uh, you know, um, like, not rope. It's, uh, what would you call that? Like, a string, I guess. Like, some sort of string. Yeah, I was to, confused to where that just came from. It would have been more believable if it was like so, if somebody was wearing a tie. 
Yo, like, I, I got one question, though. Like, is Jason James Bond now? Like, because he pulled that out of his watch. Like, like he had that in his watch. Like, wow. Like, that's some, <laughs> that's some crazy gadget. Like, that paranoid, people are going to kill you. You just walk around with the with the string in your watch, then. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He had to have some type of backup plan, you know, because this, Jason is such an excellent uh, antagonist, you know, so <laughs> they had to make him have something. <laughs> Yes. So, um, go ahead. I just want to say that, yeah, that that scene, obviously, another high tension scene, with you wondering how what was going to happen. I mean, we we figured that this was going to be Jason's last episode. I'm not really a fan of the Jason character, so I was happy to see this character get killed off. No, no offense to the actor, but the <laughs> character is just a, a pointless character in in my opinion. They should have got rid of him a long time ago, but obviously, they had to wait until the end of the season so we can get to the confrontation between Tommy and Ghost. But, uh, yeah, just a high-tension scene. Uh, Ghost chokes the life out of Jason. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that that, that, that was that, that was interesting. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he takes the string and, you know, overpowers him and squeezes the life out of him. And then, you know, he pulls him out to the roof, to the rooftop. And this is, uh, Dana, this is actually where, you know, he takes... Um, jason's phone and then you know i i gotta give them credit for actually doing this because they made you know ghost uh use his thumb to unlock the phone and then he read the text like yeah um, mm -hmm. so that that made sense uh getting a text inside the elevator didn't make sense but that part did at least uh so yeah um he reads the text and he sees tommy you know set him up basically uh to you know for jason to to, to hurt him or, or wherever you know to kill him um so you know uh and then you know ghost um he does probably one of the smartest things he's done for a while he uh texts dre from jason's phone because you know obviously he just heard about the conversation that they had um so he texts dre from uh, jason's phone and tells him to meet you know jason at that location okay. <laughs> And, you know, then Ghost goes downstairs, he tells, like, the, the, the security dude that he paid off, he tells him, you know, when, when Dre comes in, call the cops, you know, let him go upstairs and then call the cops, basically. Um, so, you know, his plan is to have Dre, uh, um, you know, have the blame be on Dre for, for that murder, basically. Um, so, yeah, any thoughts on that? You know, how he set that up and when he read the text and all that stuff? That... In my opinion, that that's a plan that came together because uh, Dre was the one that had called him. Pretty sure that Ghost knew that Dre was going to probably still try to go behind his back and do something. So now that he got that phone call from Dre, that was probably when he said, okay, well, let me set this up now and, and try to take Dre out the picture. Uh, as you'll get into later, though, um, very ridiculous how Dre didn't get caught, but uh, we'll, we'll address that soon. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely address oh, that. Oh gosh, that's a, whole, that's a whole story right there. <laughs> yeah, so like right after, Ghost actually calls Tommy, you know, um, and this is the first time he learns about Keisha's death because Tommy is like, you know, I know it was you who killed Keisha, and you know, Ghost obviously, you know, he knows nothing about it, so um, you know, he he's like, well, Keisha's dead. And Tommy's like, I don't believe you. Like, I know you did it. 
blah 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 and you know they they just kind of end up doing their whole i hate you routine that they've been doing the whole season um so yeah that 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 happens so, and then go ahead let me, let me just say real quick i don't want to cut you off at this point because they have made ghost to be very meticulous in thinking things through he should know right away tasha did this because the last episode, he had a conversation with Tasha. He said, you need to talk to your girl about, about, about this situation. So he should instantly think, maybe Tasha is involved in this. But he does not address that yet. So yeah. I guess we have to wait to see if that's coming the next episode. You, you know, um, I know, I don't debate it, whether or not Ghost knew um, if Tasha did it. And yeah. Honestly, I don't know. If he knew, I just think that I don't. I don't know if he knows, and I just find it to be really weird that the only person who would know would be Tariq. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he has to know something. Not everyone can be that dumb. And the whole thing—he he can't be. Up. He's the one that told Tasha to go see Keisha, so exactly. yeah, he should know instantly. And this is what also drives me insane about this whole thing: is that when Tommy discovered. Lakeisha, right? She walks in the house. Obviously, she's dead. I'm pretty sure you're going to look around at first, right? Yep. How come you are going to tell me you didn't see the suitcase that was there to Mm. know that she was ready to leave? Forget the whole earring randomly in the scuffle. But the fact that, remember, we saw her pack up everything. We saw her leave. So you have that. That means the closets would be empty. You would have a notice that there is that she left or she was planning on leaving. No one brought that up either. So everyone is conveniently dumb. <laughs> and if you're gonna tell me this entire show the only smart person is Tariq, this doesn't make any sense of what's on for him. That's true. Yeah, it, it has gotten to the point, and you know I don't want listeners to listen to this and think that I'm, I'm hating. <laughs> I'm hating on the show, but I, I just want to. I just want to say that we've gotten to the point now where these characters have selective well, intelligence. Like, you know, well, 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 Gary, you, you know what the excuse is going to be? Well, Tommy is overcome with emotion, so therefore, uh, he wasn't thinking about. No, I don't want to look around. I, I'm, I'm too distraught that I, my woman is here lying dead, and I, somebody must pay for this. So, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I, I, I was finished. <laughs> I also, I was slightly confused about one thing. If someone that you're really close to, if your your girl dies, right, aren't you going to reach out to somebody? Just like a grieving process, just in general, you have to tell someone? So you mean to tell me that neither Ghost or uh, uh, Face, Nikita, uh, Tasha, or even Tariq was notified? Yeah, they've been fighting and trying to kill each other, but notice how they called each other beforehand? And then they have that weird dynamic friendship where, like, they hate each other, but they still call each other? Well, he does talk to them well, later he, on. Well, he did, yeah, yeah, he, he he did talk to Tommy, I mean to say, Tommy did talk to Tasha and, and, and Tariq later, which I also found interesting because a couple episodes ago, he said Tariq, <laughs> he almost threw, threw Tariq off that roof. I don't, I don't want to see you again. Don't want to talk to you. But now, yep. Well, this is my only other family, but so now I have you, to go back to them. How do you not tell uh, Keisha? Not Keisha. What's her face? Tasha. Tasha. 
still was supposedly the, you know, even though you guys had a falling out, she was still your best friend. Yeah. And you've been with each other for so long. Would you tell the son? <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand how this is going. Oh, we're, we're going to get to that. Um, yeah. But yeah, let, let's carry on. Let's keep it moving. So in the next scene, you know, um, we, we have Ghost in Truth, Club Truth. And um, Benny is actually there. <laughs> and, you know, um, Benny is basically like, the lead you gave me is incorrect because, you know, that guy was out the country when Proctor, you know, was killed. Um, so, you know, he, he basically tells Ghost, you know, if you don't tell me who it was, then I'm going to think it's you. And, of course, based on what just happened with Tommy, Ghost is like, okay, I can't prove it, but I believe Tommy killed Proctor. And, you know, they have a conversation about that. And um, the I guess Benny is kind of going through the logic in his head. He remembers that, uh, you know, Tommy was kind of awkward with him last time they, they were face to face, which was when they had to, you know, give the money to Vincent. Um, so then, you know, Benny's like, all right, I'm going to go handle this, you know, because because uh, Ghost clearly hasn't handled it yet. So, um <laughs> So yeah, um, so I wanted to ask you guys quickly if, uh, let's say Tommy didn't screw, uh, you know, Ghost on the, the the Jason situation, right? Do you think that Ghost would have still told Benny that it was Tommy if that whole thing didn't just happen? Uh, probably not. Um, he would have probably tried to, but 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 the thing is, even though he told uh, Benny that. Oh, I think it's Tommy, but I can't prove it. He lied because he knows that Tariq was involved. Because the next thing Benny said, well, I know Tariq brought Lisa Marie to, o- over to me. Yeah, so that uh, would absolve Tariq of all involvement. But Tariq is the reason why Tommy got access to Proctor in the first place. So yeah. he made sure to, once again, protect his son by said, I can't really prove anything, even though Ghost knows what what happened. Right. So well, yeah, I don't want. I don't. I don't exactly see him trying to get Tariq killed. Yeah. In that regard, because at the end of the day, yeah, Tariq is stupid, but he's still technically a child. Mm-hmm. And so I don't. You know, if Benny would have any type of, you know, compassion, you don't want to get Tariq killed in that whole Right. That I didn't really have a problem. Yeah, I, I wasn't saying it was a problem. I was just, you know, it was just a general question of uh, whether Ghost would have, you know, in that situation, if he wasn't going through what, he, you know, he was going through with Tommy. I was I was just trying to think, you know, would he say that he thinks it's Tommy or would he come up with something else, you know? Because uh, I'm, I'm interested to know, like, what he would have said, you know, if, if he wasn't going through it with Tommy right now. So um, that would have been interesting. But... Yeah, so in the next scene is, you know, the scene that uh, Dana just referenced, which is, you know, when Tommy is, uh, you know, he, he goes to see Tasha and Tariq and he discusses, you know, the whole ghost thing. Um, he brings up Lakeisha and this this is almost like a, a, a therapy session because it's like they're, they're all venting. <laughs> <laughs> they're all venting about ghosts, like they're all venting their problems, their issues. Um and, you know, it kind of, uh, before Tommy leaves, he kind of, you know, basically lets them know that, you know, this, this is it now. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go at Ghost, like full, full steam ahead at this point. 
and yep. you know um because obviously you know there was that understanding that he was going to let them know when he's going to make the move and you know this this kind of was him telling them you know this is it like i i can't hold off anymore i'm going to go get ghosts now like that that was him basically telling them that um but you know of course he brought up the whole tasha thing i mean the keisha thing sorry and um tasha kind of acted like you know she she was <laughs> she didn't know what happened and uh you know she acted surprised you know fake crying or whatever you know so um that happens and then um you know tommy leaves and then Tariq, you know like dana said suddenly you know his iq went up and he realizes that his <laughs> he realizes his mother you know was lying and he asks her about it you know he asks like why you know why uh why didn't you tell me that you did that and everything and um, tasha tells him that you know she's trying to protect him and and everything and Tariq has like um his voice kind of like breaks for a second and like he yells and he's like you know I should be the one to protect you you know like whoa he, he whoa yells, he yells whoa. at scene <laughs> so that was interesting oh and and he sees you know he sees the arm injury as well and you know that kind of gets him upset uh at his father so so yeah, I want to um, ask you guys your thoughts on you know all of that that whole scene basically, uh, which was uh, I guess this scene is basically them being in mutual agreement that they have to do something about Ghost. Like so, uh, what do you guys think of I, that? Okay, I I, I, I just want to start by saying this: we 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 can certainly agree that. How they got to this point is is very sloppy. There was a couple of things that were done poorly, a couple of things that are done okay. But I will say this. Now, I, I do feel as though in a sharp comparison from the first episode of the season to this episode, now I can see why certain characters would have the motivation to kill ghosts. Obviously, because of what happened to Lakeisha, Tommy is now e even more so, uh, even though Ghost did not kill her, now he def definitely has motive to kill. Tasha has motive to kill because of the fact of all the stuff that she's gone through with Ghost and then the fact that he almost got her caught by the cops. And now Tariq also because I guess, um, you know, he just feels as though he is still rebelling against the parents and he, he does. He thinks his father lies and all this other stuff. So so I can understand now more so with this episode where it's all coming to a head of why they all want to go after Ghost. But with all that said, um, I just find it interesting how Tommy, once again, a couple of episodes ago, I wanted to throw Tariq off the off the roof. Now I'm telling him, I'm telling him and Tasha, I, I'm still working with them, even though they have their ups and downs. But now this is your only family, so I have no one else to go to but you guys. So that's I kind of feel sorry for the Tommy character, but he he needs to wise up and not deal with any of them after this. But um, obviously they're going to continue to play this out because, you know, him dealing with ghosts, this is not going to be an easy thing. They've had a lot of emphasis in past seasons where he was going to have to kill ghosts. He was ordered to kill ghosts and he never went through with any of this stuff because that is his brother. That's his family. So I'm curious to see where they go with this in the next episode, because obviously there has to be some type of resolution uh, with with all of this, so we'll see what the next step is next week. But yeah, that that's all I had to say about that. Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so 
Some of these things Ghost actually didn't do. Like, you know, he didn't kill yep. he didn't kill Lakeisha, of course. And he didn't actually um send those people, send the cops to the warehouse, you know, to Tommy's warehouse and stuff. Um, so like do you think that Ghost is gonna be able to kind of dispel some of uh their motivations to 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 get at him, you know, in the next episode? Like, cause uh, he, he actually isn't guilty of all this stuff. Um and um, uh, I, 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 I will say briefly that yes, he is going to dispel some of this stuff because when we saw the, the, the preview for next week, it looks like he's having a nice laid back conversation with Tommy. <laughs> and it's not like they're shooting each other like he said, yeah, Tommy, well, well, so, so, so what am I going to be left with by myself while you, you know, while you go off and do your own thing? They were having a conversation. It wasn't like no gunfight out where like, oh, I need to kill him now. So, yeah, I think some of this stuff is going to get dispelled the next time because as much as you want to see Ghost kill Tommy or Tommy kill Ghost, 
I think a lot of people root for both Tommy and Ghost, so they don't want them to take out each other. They would rather them team up or go their separate ways. So I think that the writers are aware of that and that Courtney Kemp is aware of that. But uh, I don't know if it's going to end that way. But for now, at least they're going to have us believe that everything can still be worked out between these two to some capacity. But here's what I was slightly wondering about. Remember how Lakeisha, yeah, Lakeisha didn't want to go to the, the suburbs because everything was really quiet and it was laid back and it was like no black people and everything else? Yeah. I was slightly wondering if Tommy installed security cameras just because it was different than where they were at before. And usually in, in the suburbs, you're going to have security cameras. And the security camera would show not necessarily the murder, but the fact that it was Tasha, the last person in the house, before Lakeisha died. That's a great well, point. I guess from the uh, writer's point of view, they're, they're probably like, oh, they just moved in, so he didn't do that yet or something. Um, I don't know. I guess that was... and, and also, to go back to your point, just of the whole thing, well, Tommy didn't go back in the house didn't search around to see what happened. He just was in, overcome with emotion by seeing yeah. Lakeisha's brains blown out. So he had suitcases and everything, like literally on the other side of the room. <laughs> because from my understanding, I'm maybe bad at this, but from my understanding, she was getting ready to leave when yep. Tasha came in. And so exactly. she had all of those suitcases already packed, which means they were still in the same area. It was still right everywhere. Anything was still in place. So that just... It, and even if you were to say, oh, it, it just doesn't make any sense because then that means that the clothes would be from upstairs. It wasn't like they didn't get a chance to settle down yet and everything was already still packed. Yeah. So it's just... It's little things. It's just... Um, so yeah, like, uh, moving on to the next scene, you know, I guess Tommy is actually going back to his apartment now because, you know, he's, uh, he's walking back to his apartment and then <laughs> Benny shows up and they, they have a scuffle, you know, um, and ju just like, uh, just like earlier with Ghost and Jason, you know, Tommy's able to overpower Benny and, you know, he, he stabs him with his own knife pretty much and then that, that's the end of Benny right there so 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 just a quick question you don't think that 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 that, that, that Benny survived that that stabbing oh, that was even though we saw blood blood coming from his body that was a carotid uh, oh. I think he bleed out in like three minutes well I mean I, I I don't think Tommy could have left him there because that's his apartment so yeah, a guy dead outside your apartment. He can't let the cops find that, you know. Um, yeah, you're right about that. Okay, yeah. I, I just wanted to ask that question because I, I don't want to be surprised next week. Oh, Benny! Hey, we rushed him to the hospital. He survived. <laughs> um, He's on the couch, but, um, chilling with an ice pack on his neck. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, Tommy would have had to have done something, you know, at that point because you know, um, can't you can't just leave him there. But yeah, I, I think I. I think this is really like the writers just trying to tie up some of the loose ends so that, you know, they can uh, do what they want to do next week and whatever's going to happen in next week's episode, you know, they don't want a lot of loose threads, I guess. Um, yeah. 
Well, here's so, the issue. But we, we, we know that there's something else though. But yeah, what was you going to say, Dana? He didn't announce why he was trying to kill him, from what I remember. <laughs> it wasn't like, hey, you killed Proctor. He just um, yeah, it was him. that. Oh, yeah, was that? They, they did have a brief conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he said, oh, yeah, you had to do it. And then Tommy's like, oh, I don't know what you talk about, man. That was it. Attack A. <laughs> Tommy, yep, game over. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we know that uh, Lisa Marie is the X Factor here because she has the, 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 you know, the necklace with yep. the evidence. So I wonder how they're going to make that play out now. I mean, I guess Child Services is going to have to get her because she doesn't have a guardian anymore. Um, oh yeah, so. or, 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 or they'll have a scene with uh, Blanco going to visit her to make sure she's okay. Wait, hold on. What's that necklace you got on? Oh, let me have a look at this necklace. Oh, what's <laughs> this inside the necklace? <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. But, That's but it. See, I wonder if Benny had the necklace to begin. Like, if, was he able to already open it? Uh, well, I, unless she told him, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, we, we, we don't know about that. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. Okay, I, I think I, I know what's going to happen like next week. So Tommy is going to be like on his way to finally kill Ghost. This will be even after they already talked, you know, in the preview or whatever. <laughs> like he's, he's going to be on his way to, to, to kill Ghost. And then he's going to get like, you know, um, the cops are going to come after him, you know, about that murder. Well, and, uh, the agent. Well, see, that is the that is the interesting dyna- dynamic about next week because, as I mentioned earlier, Ghost has a lot of people coming after him. You could say the same about to- Tommy because Two Bit and Spanky, if they uh, do uh, manage to get free free for whatever reason, free custody, they coming after him. Dre coming after Tommy because you know they attempted to to they kidnap they kidnapped Dre before. So yeah, it's a lot of people coming after him, and then of course the cops. Sacks, etc. So it's going to be interesting for sure. Tommy and Ghost in trouble next week. <laughs> I can't see two bit and the other one, Spanky, being a threat. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll be. Even a, being angry. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I can't. They're, they're more talkers than they are killers. Yeah, the, the comic relief. Spanky is definitely the comic relief. So. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't see it. Yeah, so. Um... Moving on from that, um, Dre actually shows up to meet Jason, you know, at the building and everything. Um, he goes through security, goes up the elevator, and then boom, he sees Jason, you know, laid out, dead, <laughs> blood everywhere. And then, you know, he's like, what the hell? He, he, he actually says Ghost's name, so like, he, automatically he knows uh, who set him up. And... Um, then somebody flashes a light, you know, um, <laughs> above the door. Like, I don't know why they were standing above the door as well. Like, that was weird. But, yeah, like, flash a light and Dre runs away somehow. Like, I guess he jumps to the next building. Um, and, yeah, uh, he gets away again. Uh, <laughs> so that, that was a pretty questionable scene. Um, any thoughts about that? Yeah, when the door opened, did it slam? Like, how did the cop just know that he was down there? Uh, was it a cop, though? I, I don't even, like... W- I thought it was, like, one of those security rent-a-cops that uh, a building 
I, I like I was really confused. I didn't know if it was like a resident from like they... an, another building or like a cop because because the remember the guy only just called a called the cops like the security guy or whatever. I thought it was the security guard. You know how so like, so. I I just I just want to make a comment about this scene and the one that follows. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I expected Dre to get caught at that moment. It doesn't matter if it was the rental cop or whatever. If because because we heard sirens in the background, so I thought at that moment the police were already on their way to that scene. But obviously, this is a lot of crime in New York City, so they probably was going somewhere else. Um, but yeah, okay, it's fine. He, he he escapes that, but then he goes to Saks to yeah. ask for some protection. I got I got I got I got I got to get. Well, you, you'll get into that later because something happens before that. But my my thought was. Sax is a guy that took your daughter away from you. So I expected him, the next time he saw Sax, I was expecting him to just take out Sax. But apparently that didn't happen yet. If it is going to ever happen, that's why I was a little confused about it. Because in the consistency of the character, you know that this is a guy that came between you and your daughter before. Why would you let this character live? You know, because because we saw what he did, what he did to Donovan. When they were at the, the scene of, when they were at that shootout. Donovan literally, literally holding your daughter, protecting her, and then when everything is free and clear, let me just kill this guy. So I, I didn't understand that because it, that character should have taken out Sacks, but for the sake of, of convenience now, no, I want to try and plant something to, to set up ghosts. So it is what it is. But continue, yeah. Gary, what you were saying. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I have something to say about that, but uh, I'll, wait till, <laughs> I'll wait till later. But yeah, you make a, you make a great point. <laughs> um so yeah like next scene um tate shows up to club truth to intimidate jamie <laughs> you know he, he basically like my my thing in this scene is like tate is basically rehashing everything he said last week because you know he's basically saying oh the, the, the project is over you're off the, the the campaign or whatever he said that last week so i, I don't know yeah. why he why he went all the way there but um he also tells him you know um you know, I know that you're a ghost. I know about your background and I will go public about it, you know. Um, and he's kind of basically trying to threaten ghosts because he doesn't know what he's going to do next, I guess. Um, and it's kind of uh, it's kind of a threat to him, to him. Yeah. So um, Jamie actually responds by saying, you know, if, if I was ghost, like what makes you think I wouldn't kill you right now? You know, he tries to intimidate him back. Uh, they have they have an intense kind of stare down and everything, um, and Jamie Jamie laughs and you know obviously he's not going to kill him, and then you know he basically tells Tate you know watch the news tomorrow or you know read the newspaper tomorrow, um, and you'll see my next move basically, um, and then you know in the very next scene you know Tate is back at his uh, you know his his headquarters. And, you know, he's trying to uh, get things ready, get things together. And Ramona is actually on her way out. And, you know, Tate's like, you know, we, we need to handle the situation, you know, with a ghost or whatever. And then Ramona tells him that she's actually leaving the campaign. And um, she basically tells him everything. You know, she says, you know, I'm about to, <laughs> to join uh, Walsh's campaign. And Ghost is going to, uh, Jamie St. Patrick is going to be the lieutenant governor. So she spills the beans right there, and then she walks out. Um, so 
before we move on, because uh, once we get past this, we're kind of getting into all of the you know important stuff that ends off the show. But real quick, I just want to ask you guys: Are you mad that the sex scene did not happen this week? <laughs> I thought of Richard, and I was so sad for Richard because I was like, he's been wanting this. For a whole season, he has like the lotion and everything. No, no, so no, s- no, no, I definitely not no lotions. Oh no, I don't oils. Uh, so no, I was no. just like, <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I was so sad for you though when this didn't happen. I was like, oh, we're gonna finally get it. And I thought the same thing also with Quentin at the beginning. Remember, because they ended up at the end of the scene with like this kiss embrace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought we was gonna get it twice, and, and we got nothing. It was a tease. So yeah, I felt I felt really sad for for Richard. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> they're, they're really really trying to like hype up this one now, like because you know they're they're really trying to tease the audience, like. Um, but you so go ahead. Oh no, continue, continue first, and then I'll go after you. Oh no, I was just gonna say, um, we all know Courtney Kemp is gonna, you know, let the, the female fan base see Ghost Naked one more time, you know. Oh, before he dies. So. Oh shots fired. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. I just I wait, this whole situation was um slightly hilarious to me. My mental thought process was you know that um they announced that uh, Lauren's Tate was getting the spinoff, right? Yeah. So I literally thought that this was like this was the final big reveal that Fifty Cent was trolling us the entire time, and that Ghost was actually going to kill him because oh, he yeah. had like this very small moment, the same moment that he had with <laughs> Tasha, where I was like, "Oh snap, he's gonna kill. Him. He was going to kill to kill him." And I, at this, and I was like, "Well, it's well deserved," and he keep prodding and pushing him. So it would work, but he didn't do that, and I was like really let down behind that. But so, um, oh no, I think I'm, that oh, oh no, go ahead. No, no, I'm no I say something I, after you. I think that scene is really just a huge testament to how Ghost has been mentally keeping everything together. From because normally I feel that if this was season one, Ghost Tate would have been <laughs> dead by now. And that whole debacle with the um, with the robbery, I felt that he would have instructed Alfonso to shoot him. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. It, he's literally Tate is alive because Ghost wants him to be alive. Why I don't know. So I I I, I have a theory on that that I would like to say very briefly. Okay. Uh, the same way you said that scene was sent up to show. The testament to how Ghost has restraint. I yeah. think that scene was to set up. If Ghost does survive, this is the key plot of the spinoff show where Ghost and Tate are going to be going back and forth against each other as they're trying to fight to get that governor's seat. Uh, because <laughs> and think about it. If you're going to give Tate a spinoff show, who was the opposing? What's the opposing conflict that the character has to face? And if it is going up against the people who were once on his campaign, that makes a lot of sense because I can see Derek or perhaps Derek's former ex-wife also joining Ghost's campaign team with Ramona to help them because they all can expose Tate. They all have information on Tate. 
So uh, I think that was why that was put in there. In the event that they do decide to keep Ghost alive, um, then that's what you're probably going to see back and forth. Who is going to be governor? Is it going to be? Is it going to be uh, Ghost or is it going to be Tate? But for me, um, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see the continuation <laughs> of Ghost story. I want, if you were going to go Tate, like I said previously, move it to DC and let him be a politician. I just don't want the continuation of another ghost story, even though it's called Ghost Book 2. Yeah. Um, So, like, here's my theory on this, um, because I I still kind of think ghosts might die. So, like, my theory here (laughs) is that... My my theory here is Tate is definitely going to win now, because, like, the thing is, we know Ghost is a liability at this point, so I feel like he's going to make Walsh's campaign crash and burn just because the odds are so stacked against him and something drastic is going to happen that kind of, um, you know, makes Walsh lose and, um, you know, Tate is going to win by default. So that's what I think is going to happen. And then I think his show is basically him being governor. Um, so that's my thing. Mm. Okay. But but I would love, I would actually love, I would rather actually see Ghost be a politician. Like, I, I want to see that. Really? But, would it just be the same thing, technically? No, I mean, do shady things, and he's making deals, and he's still trying to get a project uh, uh, to be built that for the last what three years now? Uh, and then I, they kill Lena? Yeah, I, I want to see that transition of the character, to be honest. But I don't think it's going to happen, though. You know, but I would love to see it. Because uh, if you think about it, it's like similar to Stringer Bell in The Wire, because like he was trying to reform and become like mm. this. this political figure or whatever and then you know his past caught, caught up to him of course that uh, backfired miserably so. yeah so yeah i, I kind of want to see a show like that where we see like the full transition from like criminal to politician kind of thing but um I, that that's not gonna happen so yeah um so moving on uh now this this was uh yeah I, let me just say what happens and then i'll get to that so um we see blanca enter a club and um automatically as soon as i saw that i was like okay sax you know um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like she shows up at a club you know she walks through to the back and you know sax is sitting down you know at table and everything um, and, you know, Blanca actually talks to him, even though she's the one who kind of helped get him fired. She actually asks him for advice on, you know, who might have killed Keisha. And, you know, she tells him that she really doesn't think it's Tommy because she saw, you know, she saw in his eyes that he had pain and everything. So, yeah. you know, Sax actually suggests that she should put pressure on Tasha. <coughs> Because um, she's like the link between Tommy and Ghost, um, so you know um, that's his advice. And then you know uh, they actually go and make it happen. But before we get to that scene, I want to ask you guys because I was like I was actually starting to be a Blanca fan. Like I was actually Uh-oh. like she she was my favorite investigator now. Like because uh-huh. I thought Uh-oh. she was she was the only effective investigator in the show. Uh-huh. Um, but now I feel like they've kind of dumbed her down, like because she's at the mm-hmm. point where she has to go to Sax to figure this out. Like, 
Um, so I want to ask you guys, do, do you think they're dumbing down her character now? Well, with that whole scene, what I can tell and look in his eyes, but like, Tasha's lying so terribly. And she's unable to see that. I feel that they are, they're making her not as smart as what she initially came out being. Mm-hmm. I agree. You agree, Rich? I do agree. Um, the character is, you know, pretty much not really uh, thinking some of these things through. And, and then again, using the pressuring tactic, which Sachs has been doing for the longest time. Um, pressuring to get information, but still not really piecing everything together coherently. But I, but but again, this this goes to show the breaking point the characters are willing to go to to, to catch the guys because obviously Sachs and she mentioned that to him in their conversation. She knows that he wants so badly to take down Ghost, you know Tommy, etc. That he will do whatever he has to do to get to that point and. She pretty much is at that level right now. Maybe she was respectable in the beginning because it didn't feel like she needed to go above and beyond. But now she is willing to do whatever she has to do. Just she doesn't look as desperate as Sax does. This character just looks disheveled and worn down and all this other stuff. But she doesn't look as desperate as him yet. But we'll see what happens next week. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, you know, then they have the whole scene where... Um... Sax and uh, Blanca, they actually um, go to Tasha's apartment and, you know, um, they tell them that it's, you know, they're trying to figure out who, who killed uh, Akisha. And, you know, Sax is like, you know, let's get straight to, you know, let, let's get all the lies out the way. Like, let me know. They'd go do this, basically. And, you know, they're trying to tell, make Tasha own up to it and then we get that montage that Dana was talking about earlier you know where she's she's seeing all the ways that uh Jamie wronged her you know with with Angela and you know um putting hands on her and you know silver and all these different things she sees it play in her mind as they're questioning her um but then you know she she says ghost didn't kill Keisha but he did kill Terry Silver and she proceeds to tell them, like, you know, where Terry Silver is, which is very surprising that she, you know, knows. I guess what the writers are trying to convey here is that she knows Ghost so well that she knows what he would do with the body. But I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah, so she, she, she tells them all that stuff. So go ahead, Rich. I know you have something to say. Let, let, let me just say this real quick. And, and Dana, I'm pretty sure she's going to say something as well. Um. <laughs> First and foremost, we know what. Well, let's let, let's play let's play let's play uh, devil's advocate here for a second. Obviously, what everybody will say is she knew exactly where he was at because obviously she slept with him, she had sex with him in that same location. But from my standpoint, this is what I would ask as an investigator: How the hell did you know exactly where this guy was at? And how am I not? Don't find that suspicious that you know exactly where it's where he's at because that tells me that you was there or to some extent you was involved in in, in this <laughs> because it's too it, it's too on the nose you know this is where he put the body at okay he obviously wouldn't tell her that information so that's why i say it, it's kind of dumb that they don't like okay i understand you want to catch ghosts but wait you know all this information you you probably are involved in this to some degree so you should also be 
you know, investigated further because you gave us all this information. But they're like, no, we want to catch ghosts. So let's just ignore that. She gave us information. So, okay, well, let's just focus on ghosts. Let's not try try and catch her later because, on this later. But I was very, you know, I, I didn't really like that because anyone who is a smart detective is going to be like, well, she knew all this information. She 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 obviously is connected to this in some way, shape, or form. So, But they didn't address that. So I'll give them the, the benefit of the doubt to see what happens now that they have know where he's at, whether or not they're going to revisit this thing. Well, Tasha knew about this, knows more than she's, she's telling. So we have to also put some of this on her as well. But whatever. We'll see how they address it, I guess. <laughs> this is also where I was slightly confused about. Does she have immunity? Wait, you mean like does That's, she have immunity if she tells them? Yeah, like if, if I tell you whatever information that I know, am I f- free from being prosecuted? I, I don't. I don't. I don't believe they made that deal, but I mean that's probably something they could work out after the fact if they were to, uh, you know, try and get ghosts or, for the murder. Or, or they could have made the deal off camera. You never know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true too. Because I was just slightly confused about. Here's the thing that just logically doesn't make any sense. Terry's been dead for, we can assume, close to a year now? Several months at least? <laughs> well, I mean, well, well, when well, a body... Not, yeah. Well, 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 maybe not that long since, the, you know, in the timeline, it's hard to determine how, how much time has passed since. Okay, so um, let's just say he's been dead for more than a week. Yeah, yeah. Let's just assume so. He's been dead for more than a week. Um, just basic science, when a body dies, it decomposes, and when it decomposes, there's a smell that is given off of a rotting body. And you mean to tell me that in those entire, just say one week, no one has used that part of the garage at all, (laughs) nor has anyone smelled a smell of a, a rotting corpse because they you can say oh it's in a car the car will still smell it's yeah. not a lead box it's it's a car and there was no lie on the body so it will still smell and even lie doesn't fully cover up a smell so that right there doesn't make any sense the even though we didn't see the full body but it didn't look like it was fully decomposed just judging by the size of the back and how the t-shirt was so well filled out he had that blue shirt on there was no decomposition of the body okay that's interesting and the fact that she knew okay fine if you were to say the last time that you were seen in a, was in the garage fine but you're gonna tell me that the exact same spot of the exact same coordinates at the exact same floor and everything was you you fully remembered all that while ago that's just no one's questioning that that just seems really odd and then also we have the cell phone remember the cell phone was found in the car which oh, yeah. remember which is odd because the, the front portion of the car clearly didn't have a smell because no one reacted. Remember, they opened the car door first. 
in order to get inside. And we're like, oh, it's unlocked, which means that they technically can have the right to search that car because it was unlocked. So there was no smell in the front of the car, which is odd. But they found this phone. And from my understanding, Ghost never called Terry. Was he the last call that was made? No, no, like, uh, well, I, th- I thought Tasha was the last call, right? Yeah, it was probably Tasha, but so, like, that's odd. I, I have something to say about that, but I'll wait uh, till we get to the okay, the part later. No, um, so didn't that, just that part was just so baffling, and just basic science of a smell was mm-hmm. also really baffling to say that just in the trunk, the smell was contained was just the whole thing was odd and then previously wasn't there remember before when he went missing and tasha went to the family to terry's family yeah that, was that's, it the job? That's, a, that's a, another thing i was thinking like because there was uh, wasn't there a time when tasha was wondering if silver was still right. alive like, right so and remember she why... went to his job or something and they said he hasn't checked in for a while and nobody can reach him Right. So like if she if she has this feeling that ghost killed him and you know she knows where he would hide the body, why didn't she like at least like go there at some point just to confirm? Like cuz right. there was there was a time where she tried to call him like, you know. Right. She was searching high and low for this man. Yeah. And 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 one other point I want to add very quickly. Obviously, they made it may mention that ghost was in a rush to kill the person. Mm-hmm. But the ghost character is completely rid- ridiculously stupid to kill the person. And I mean, I understand, you know, what happened with Angela or I'm grieving. I need time to recover. But you have to know sooner or later, somebody might might find that body. I probably should get rid of that. So it's yeah. to, to think that he was so busy that he just but, he, but yet he was able to make all this stuff with the governors, all this other stuff. You're so busy, but you 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 just oblivious to think, oh, I can never get caught. This could never happen. That's just stupid on the character to not eventually go back and handle that. Even you though you had to rush through it in the very beginning. You had to do it. And then also he lied to Angela, and Angela was right all along. He did lie to her when he said, Oh, I oh I promise I didn't kill her, Angie. I promise I didn't I didn't kill him. I didn't kill him. But you did kill him. So yeah. That's interesting. That's odd. <laughs> yeah. So, like, before we move on, um, real quick, like, so what was the actual reason that Tasha decided not to lie and say that it was Ghost that killed Lakeisha? Like, because she could have just, like, you know, um, sold him out. Because they're, they're, we've already established that they're at the point where they're okay with him <coughs> dying because they had that conversation earlier. So, like, why didn't she just, you know, um, tell them, you know, that he did it? Was there a reason? I think she is still dealing with the guilt that she was the one that pulled the trigger. Um, because, I mean, she was very quick to tell Tariq, oh, yeah, I did kill Lakeisha. She didn't say that to Tommy. And obviously, that would have been a different type of scene if Tommy knew about that. But I, I feel like Tommy's going to find out sooner or later. And I, I'm curious to see how that situation is handled. But, um, yeah, I, I, I would only think that she's still feeling guilt about having done it herself, so she doesn't want to admit that he did that, even though she could have. But mm-hmm. I, I don't really know other than that. It just has to be, I guess, guilt that she's still dealing with. She doesn't want to admit that, but she definitely knows, for some reason, exactly where he killed Terry. That the body is still there, so, you know, she said, yeah, let me expose that. 
Okay, yeah, I was just curious about that. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a problem that she didn't. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just, it's just a question. Uh, you know, we like to analyze these shows. That's all. You know, so, <laughs> so don't don't come at me. I'm just asking. Uh oh, uh oh, no, no, they they, they definitely coming after you, Gary. Today, <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. Honestly. Okay, so let's move on because you know, uh, uh, we hello, we've been here quite a while already. So yeah, let's uh move on. Um. They so they find the body and everything, and of course, Sax, you know, he takes the phone, puts it in his pocket, he doesn't tell Blanca about it. Um, yes. you know, they but they find the body, they find Silver's body. Um, they just need to they need to find a way to you know tie Ghost to the murder. You know, that's uh, what they establish at that moment. You know, they need to they need evidence basically. Um, and then we see you know, um, Dre comes rushing into Sax's apartment later on. And, you know, um, he's very disturbed about being set up for, for the Jason situation. And, uh, you know, this is what the, the part we, we were talking about uh, before, like, you know, with Dre, like, why would he go to Sax? Um, mm. So, you know, Sax actually gives him Terry Silver's phone and he tells him that he should stash the phone in Ghost Hotel Room and, you know, they can eliminate the ghost problem and, you know, um, get him arrested for, for the murder and everything. Um, so, you know, I want to ask you, like, Rich, because, you know, we brought this up before. I... What's up? Oh, no, go ahead. Ask the question, because I, I do yeah. have something to say that I just thought of now that you said that. Yeah, so, like, uh, why, why would Dre go to Sax over Blanco? Because they already had, like, kind of a, you know, uh, not a friendship, but like they were working together, and we yes. see earlier on in the episode, you know, Dre actually goes to talk to her and everything. Um, and he previously had Blanca, like you know, set up Sax so that he could be fired and everything. Like those were the terms of him cooperating with her. So like, why wouldn't he go to her first? Uh, this seems very convenient, just as a way, you know, to make the so phone situation happen, but. Go ahead. So I know I, I criticized this earlier, and, and until I see which direction they are going, I, I definitely want to keep that criticism there. However, now that you mentioned what you just mentioned, I recall that in the previous episode, they did have that deal together, uh, Dre and Blanca, to take down Sax. Mm -hmm. I mean, the way I look at it is, if you think about that conversation he had with Sax, he said, so you basically you want to frame Ghost. For, for, for this murder. He said, yes. What's to say that he wasn't recording that conversation? And he can go back and tell Sax, tell Blanca later, yeah, Sax had this phone to set up ghosts. Because, mm. again, you think about this, Sax did not reveal that he had the phone to, to Blanca. So he's withholding information or evidence to try and set up ghosts. I still think Drake can go back to Blanca and say, yeah, you know, your man over here actually was trying to set up ghosts. So he can still try to take down Sax uh, without actually killing him. That would be my logic as to where they could be potentially going as to why he had that conversation. Other than that, I really don't know why he would have it. But it, I think his goal was to take out, like, to take out a Sax. Not really just get him fired, but just take him out of the picture completely. I thought he was going to kill him, but that's the only other alternative I could think of as to why he would do that, to try and get him arrested so that he can just be 
gone off completely off the grid, arrested out of the picture completely. That that's my only other logic as to why he would go to him. But we'll have to see what they have in store for that. Okay. Um, so yes, then we actually see it play out. You know, as Dre is planting the phone in um, Jamie's room and everything. Uh, I believe he stashes it in like the the cabinet under the TV or something like that. Um, <laughs> so you know, I want to ask you guys, like, how how did he get into the room? Like, is, is it really <laughs> is it really that easy to like get into all these locked rooms and stuff? Like, like you I said before, now nobody locks their door. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, well, I, well, I do want to well, establish that sax actually did tell him you know where the hotel was like i do want to establish that so the writers you know definitely took the time to 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 have that happen but i I just want to know how he actually got inside you know that's all i want to know but go ahead well the the easy explanation is that they're all criminals so we all assume they know how to break into wherever they got to go to so i i guess that's uh i guess that's what they want everyone to assume as to why how he got in there um that's that's really the only thing I can think of because otherwise it's like, yeah, it doesn't make any kind of sense. But um, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So um, so yeah. Then we have you know the final scene, uh, which is you know very dramatic and uh, I guess t- touching for a lot of people maybe you know. Um, but yeah, so Tariq shows up at Club Truth alone and you know to speak to his father he throws his his card back at him and lets him know you know i don't i don't need your money for tuition and you know, and all that stuff and then you know they they kind of get into a little argument um and you know um a ghost tries to you know check him on how he's speaking to him you know as his father and everything um and you know then Tariq is like you know don't you ever put your hands on on my mother oh, again whoa. You know, so it gets pretty heated very quickly. They argue back and forth. You know, Ghost is saying, you know, I did all these things for you and everything. And Tariq is basically telling him that he's selfish and everything he does is for him. And, um, you know, it it almost gets violent at the end, you know, um, as Ghost clearly gets very agitated by the situation. And, you know, um, Tariq basically, you know, he tells him the last words he says to him are, you know, you may have given me life, but you were never my father. You know, that, those were the last words. And also, I forgot to say as well that he actually threatens him. He says, you know, if you do put your hand on, on you know, my mother again, I'll merge you myself. You know, so he says that beforehand and then he drops those final words. So and that's how the show ends. So. Basically, you know, what <laughs> I want to know your thoughts on this scene and, you know, what's next for these two. So uh, do you want to go ahead, Dana? OK, um, I'm going to do something I rarely do. I'm going to play devil's advocate. We'll just right? OK, so let's be honest. Both of his parents suck. And what they do is they throw money at the situation. Mm hmm. And as you can see, for example, Tasha has the daycare, but no one's raising the child. And the same thing happened with Tariq and also the same thing with Raina. This is kind of why Raina would have still been alive had you just had some basic parental you know, uh, uh, watching going on. Just someone who was there, who was focused, what is you doing today? 
How did school go? What are you feeling? Let's talk. Let's walk. Let's just be a basic parent. And he did not seem to have that. And he has been carrying around this kind of anger for a long time since Raina's death. And he has been acting out and, and aggravating everyone and needs to be punched. Even before Raina's death, he needed to be punched. But that was also the show. His parents wasn't really raising him. You know, Tasha was concerned with whatever was going on. And Ghost was always at the club or always killing people. Um, so from that feeling alone, when you have someone who you feel has not been raising you, and they all of a sudden, at the age of what, almost 18 now? want to come in and be like an authoritative parent figure, you're going to lash out and basically laugh at them. Like, no, you can't do this. You lost your turn and your opportunity. So in a way, that scene with Tariq was, can be argued, one of those therapeutic moments for him where he finally says, you know, you're, you're not my father. And you read, yeah, you, you, you gave birth to me. But a father does this, this, and this, and this, and you haven't done any of that. And so in that weird moment, Tariq was justified in his screaming and yelling action. Also, at the same time, I legit thought that this was going to finally be the moment where, uh, uh, with the fart, I didn't forgot the man's name, Ghost, laws off and just finally slaps Tariq in the face. No, whoa. Um, Look, it's been a long time coming because at the same time, he's a petulant little child. Yes, Tommy, not Tommy, Ghost and and Tasha is responsible for creating this monster, but he's still been acting like a petulant child who has done some really stupid things, has gotten people killed. So yep. he deserves to be slapped or punched in the face. And I thought that this was going to finally be like a brawl but obviously, that did not happen. So, in that weird regard, knowing Tariq's history, I kind of understood where Tariq was coming from in that scene. And I don't necessarily blame him, but also, keep in the back of your mind, Tariq has also got people killed. So, yes. Yeah. So, I just want to make two quick comments. First and foremost, that was an excellent, excellent analysis on that particular scene, mm -hmm. even with the playing of the devil's advocate. So let me make these two quick comments. Um, I and you'll laugh when I say this. You and Gary will laugh. Maybe some of the listeners will laugh. I seriously would not. I would not be surprised if Michael Rainey Jr. wins a BET Acting Award or perhaps is nominated for an Emmy for his performance this season. Because of the lines, because that little line about you may have gave me life, but you were never my father. I'm telling you, that was a cold line to say. And I think a lot of people would be like, damn, now I like Tariq because he said that line. So I will not be surprised if uh, that gets him some nominations for some type of award uh, down the road. Now, as for uh, what the, the character's motivations and stuff like that, I, I do think um, he is justified for his actions. But the whole line about if you touch me or my mom again, I will kill you. I can't take that serious at all because of how they make the character look like a little punk when all this other stuff happened. When you see Kanan getting killed, the scared reaction. Oh, Tariq is scared. 
when Vincent had them all hemmed up and they were beating them with oranges, Tariq is still looking scared. I think the turn happens mm -hmm. when he actually pulls the trigger and we see him kill someone cold-blooded with nothing else to it. I think they're saving that moment for whether it's next week or next year, early next year with the last couple of episodes. That's when we'll finally see, okay, now he has made his dramatic turn as a really bad, 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 bad guy. Um, but I'm waiting for that to happen because I, I, I can understand from an acting standpoint, the character is angry and fed up. But now I want to see you actually kill somebody like on screen. I'm not talking about the off screen killing of somebody. I want to see you shoot someone point blank range. Then I'll be convinced that you are now have made a really bad turn. But he's on his way. I will say that. But mm. that's 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 just my opinion. Well, you, you know what uh, they're going to say, right? He, what's that uh he killed ray 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 um, yeah but but the point you're making i just want to make the point you're making clear so that you know people know um he he has like he killed ray ray but like it wasn't convincing with like it was he was still kind of scared and shocked and stuff so i think yeah. i think the point the point you're making is that you know we haven't seen that moment where he's able to kill someone cold-heartedly and have no emotion to it so Yes. That's what that's what you're saying, right? That's when that's when he becomes a man. Absolutely. Right. That's hundred percent when he becomes a man. Because just like with ghosts, when ghosts is killing people, he ain't thinking twice about it. Now, obviously, if he has to kill Tommy or Tasha, I think that's gonna be a little bit more emotional. You'll get a, a much more emotional response from him. But if he kills someone like Jason, nah, I'm gonna just kill this sucker. That's it. I'm not shedding a tear for this guy. So uh, that's what we need to see from Tariq when he does do a kill. No emotion. <laughs> Just blow someone's brains out, and then that's it. And then, okay, now we can say he has meta made the complete metamorphosis into ghost. Um, right. But yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you on that. Uh, we we definitely haven't seen that full turn. And if where they're going with this, if if they're going with that, he's going to be the new ghost. Then yeah, it's definitely not convincing just yet. So I agree that we need to see that. You know final turning point of him you know becoming ghost so definitely agree with everything you just said but um i also want to ask you guys so you know pretty much this whole episode was about stacking the odds against ghost um you know it <laughs> seems like everyone at this point is against him you know tate tasha Tariq, tommy you know um dre uh the ex the, i mean not the ex the quinton you know um, all these people are against Ghost and they have some sort of beef with him. They want him gone. So clearly the next episode is, is, is going to be about, you know, um, the, the culmination of all these things, you know, um, and all these things kind of escalating. And we're probably going to get some some kind of huge, I don't know, twist or some, some big monumental moment happen next week. So I want to oh, ask yeah. you guys, you know, with... With the odds stacked against Ghost, do you think he's going to actually be able to survive still, you know, after next week's episode? You, you, uh, how about you go first, Dana? Go I ahead, still Dana. say some random kid ends up killing him. We'll get, like, <laughs> we'll get the courtroom scene from New Jack City. Remember when Wesley Snipes was like, I'm free! I beat the charges! And then that little old grandma came up and was like, Beat this! And pulled out the gun. Yeah, the old guy. Yep. 
Oh, the old guy. Oh, that's right, the old guy. That was a grandma. It's been so long. Anyway, so um, I see kind of that still being the demise of Ghost. Um, I, in terms of, I think that he will find leverage in something. What it may be, I have no idea. But he he needs to have leverage, or else this is just you know. It's kind of sad to watch everybody team up against this one man and then there's nothing. So um, I do hope that at least by the end of the next episode, there is someone who's willing to stand by his side. Okay. That's okay. good. Good analysis. Uh, to answer your question, Gary, I, I think that Ghost will survive next week. Uh, I don't really know what's going to happen beyond you know, with the additional five episodes next year. But even though Ghost has the odds stacked against him, uh, two points to mention, he does have Ramona in his corner. And as Ramona has said, you know, if you put your mind to it, I'm pretty sure you can accomplish anything. There's a lot of stuff we still don't know about this Ramona character. And obviously, I I feel as though that's still going to be revealed. That still is to be revealed. And then on top of the whole thing of the odds being stacked against ghosts, even though Tommy is somebody that is also one of those odds, Tommy also has, like like a lot of these odds that are stacked against ghosts are also going against each other as well. Because Ray, I'm pretty sure he wants to take out both ghosts and Tommy. So that there may be a confrontation between Tommy and ghosts. What we do know from next week is that Dre is definitely going to have a, commenta- a confrontation with ghosts because they showed that in the preview. Um, so that's going to happen, but a lot of these things can also interfere with each, with each other and cancel each other out. So we just need to wait and see how they're going to tell this story. But I think Ghost is, is at least going to be going to going to survive next week. But beyond that, we'll see what happens. Oh, I can't see him dying within before the second half. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, makes sense. It it could happen because, like, uh, I read something from Courtney Camp. I don't know if you was here, Dana, when I mentioned it last, but um, I read, like, an article, um, you know, in which Courtney Kemp was kind of talking about the the next part of the season or whatever, and apparently (coughs) something, something crazy happens in, you know, episode 10, next week's episode, and then, yeah. you know, the uh, most of the next five episodes are spent, like, showing the build-up to that moment, like, how it plays out. So it might be more of a, a introspective um, kind of look at how, you know, things built up to that point or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but those were her words. Um, so, like, I mean, he could die and then, like, by some, some way that we don't even like no like some some complete swerve that none of us are seeing at this point and then you know they spend the next five episodes explaining you know how i guess that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, of explanations terrible i I mean i I hope that doesn't happen because like i don't want there to be like i don't know some new character comes out of the blue and kills him and then they they, they, they well remember the whole jerry j blige character is going to connect to the yeah yeah oh yeah place 48 hours after the event of this season yeah 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 so we still have that to come you know mary j blige she might be in there somewhere um so yeah i I don't know how 
I don't know what's going to happen, but something major is going to happen next week. I know that for a fact. So. Well, 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 well is it also possible to just think that Tasha gets killed next week? Because you now you know that Tasha is the only one in Tariq's corner. So what would what would make Tariq go over the edge to really kill his father if if the mother was taken out the picture? Right. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I feel like it's either Ghost gets killed, either Tommy gets killed, or Tasha gets killed. Some like a major character is getting killed next week. Like, he beats yeah. Tariq. Can we be happy with Tariq? <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I. I would not mind seeing Tariq get killed, but because they have all of this other stuff, this other storyline that they had, you introduced the other character when he was at show, his girlfriend. You introduced this this teacher character. I feel like they I, they have been setting the groundwork for, for 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 the story with Tariq to continue after Power is over. So I don't. That's why I don't believe it's him. Although the character has been annoying, and it would be okay to see him get killed. I don't think they're going to go that path now because of all this other setup that they're doing. But hey, I would love to be proven wrong. I would love for them to just completely just shock everybody and just go in a completely different direction. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So, any more predictions for next week before we uh, sign out? Um, aside from the major death. Um, I'm gonna say that there's gonna be some some somebody that is gonna get arrested for real next week. I know Courtney Kemp also said that there'll be a, a lot of people in jumpsuits by the end of the season because I think everyone just assumes everybody gets killed. But I, I, if I had to make a guess, there will definitely be somebody, some people getting arrested next week in addition to maybe a death or two. Um, and I and I also would say that maybe the return of the Italians. We haven't seen uh, uh, you know Vincent. Uh, so they have to, obviously, I feel like a lot of other characters are going to appear in this next episode because they did say it's an extended mid-season finale, even though they didn't say how long that means it's going to be. I, I would assume maybe 90 minutes or something like that. I, I have no idea, but, um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But I, I, my only thing is that I, I definitely think it's going to definitely be a lot of big things that happen. Obviously, if they say something crazy happens, well, something crazy has to happen now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no thoughts on that, Dana. Uh no. This honestly, I just don't know. What the, the writing and everything has been all over the place. Where I honestly don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I can't. Enough. I can't make a prediction. Like if you would have told me that Benny died, I would have been like, nah. Especially if I got a knife. He brought a knife and he got stabbed with his own knife. No. Like I just wouldn't believe that. So I honestly cannot. I don't know. All right, fair enough. You know, I I I, I want to be surprised. So you know, I, I don't want to dig too deep anyway. But um, some things are obvious, and we we had the preview also. So you know, we know some things. But um, I, I want to be surprised. So you know, I'm I'm just willing to you know not not overthink it and let myself be surprised uh, surprised by Courtney Kemp. So. <laughs> Let's see what happens. But um speaking of extended episode, this has been an extended episode of Power Club. Oh, so I, I want <laughs> We're at two, two, two hours now. Two hours. Oh, whoa, six whoa, minutes. Uh -oh. So I want to thank the people, you know, for uh, rocking with us this long. There was tons to discuss because this was, you know, a pretty 
deep episode with a lot of things going on. Um, so, you know, I want to thank you guys for rocking with us and understand that, you know, we just like to analyze the, the show and everything. I also want to say that I actually liked this episode, you know, even though, mm -hmm. even though there was a lot of questions and, uh, you know, inconsistencies or whatever, like that doesn't stop my enjoyment of, you know, watching yeah. power. So I actually yeah, like, I, mean, I like the episode. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was very intense and that that's what you want. You want, you want to tie up a lot of loose ends as you're coming towards the, the final, you know, the mid-season or the or the final final episode. So yeah, I thought it was very good for that for that standpoint. Very entertaining. So yeah, that's all. We're just giving our, our analytical thoughts on other things, but overall, I think everybody was entertained. So I don't really think that's a bad thing. Entertaining. <laughs> yeah. So you know, we will return next week for you know the mid-season finale. And, you know, we'll, we'll have a long discussion about that. And then, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll be back when power comes back, basically. So um, thanks for listening to us. Don't forget we're on Spotify, you know, um, and YouTube, of course. And thecoalition.com is our website, coalition spelled with a K. So, uh, you know, definitely check it out. Leave your comments, you know, on YouTube and everything. You can hit us on Twitter and, you know, we're, we're everywhere, basically. Just, you know, search, Google search, you'll find us. Um, and I'll drop all the links in, you know, the YouTube description and on the website. So thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll be back next week. So, peace out. Peace out. <laughs>